Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome everyone to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Um, Let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live shows and our archived episodes. The number to call to listen live by phone is 515-605-9375. You can also find us at blogtalkusa.com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa. Okay, without any further delay, I see my mom, Dr. Shirley McKellar, is on, so I will hand it over to her. <laughs> Welcome, babe. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Rihanna. Good evening, everybody, and how are you doing? It's so great to be right back here again on Marvelous Monday, and it has been a Marvelous Monday. But, Miss Rihanna, I want to begin first by saying kudos and accolades to all of the amazing women around the nation, even into other parts of the world. As you know, this was National uh, Women's Month, National Women's Day today. And so I thank these uh, young folks in the school district who honored myself as well as other amazing women here in Tyler, Texas. So first of all, we salute you, Miss Rihanna, for the great work that you are doing and have done uh, in your career and, uh, and an amazing mom. Uh, as well. See, women just know how to multitask and do all kinds of things all at once, from being a mother mm-hmm. to running a household to being a, a professional woman in the workplace. Just amazing in your community. So I want to salute you and to salute all of those women who are listening tonight and those who are not listening to us that are around the nation, around the world, doing great things. Thank you, Ms. Brianna. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you as well. Yes, yes. So I wanted to begin the show with that, and I'm sure there's somebody that's in there that wants to say the same thing to us. So is that Mr. Arthur? Mr. Arthur, are you there? Not yet. I believe we have – I know Pastor Cooper's on, but I think maybe Dr. Hagney's on. I'm oh, on. Dr. Hagney, yes. Oh, Fine. Hi, yes. Dr. Hagney. Good evening. Oh, hi. So I'm going gonna, I'm oh. gonna to step back for a second, and I'm going to allow Dr. Hagney and, uh, and Pastor Cooper to say whatever they want to say to the women that are listening out there across Radio Land. Go ahead. We'll start with you first, Dr. Hagney. You know, it's really, really it was an honor to, uh, to uh, Look at this mind and look at the women. You know, I, in, our, in our lecture, a lot of my lectures, I tell individuals, it's amazing what God does in nine months. You know, we are <laughs> on my birth. I tell people. I love because that. <laughs> I, because, you know, we we today in 2021 still trying to understand the human body. And so, you know, when we think about that, think about the significant role of the human role that women play in our lives is enormous. And we, we are indebted to them. And I, I never forget my mother, you know, my graduation, you know, uh, 
on the steps of Texas Southern undergrad, she said, what are you going to do? I thought she was going to be excited about I graduated from it. She said, what are you going to do next? I said, what? She said, you're not going to stop now. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm on hat squad to the That's a mother. And also, <laughs> the mother. And, and also, I want to specifically the mother of the single parents. You know, I, you know, my heart go out to you, and, and, and we, we honor what you're doing on the current situation you've done, what you're doing in the future, raising children and everything. So my heart's out to you, and we all support you. We all honor you, what you're doing and what you're accomplishing. So we just thank you. We thank God for you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for that, uh, uh, Dr. Hackney. Uh, and I love how you put that. It's amazing what God can do in nine months. <laughs> with, with, he, he works through the women to do some amazing things, and that's bring life forth. That's a beautiful yes. way of putting it. Thank you so much for that. Pastor Cooper, your turn next. Oh, I am so excited about this day because my, my uh, best friend uh since I can even remember, was my mother. So uh, in case folks don't know, she absolutely was a woman. <laughs> so we <laughs> celebrate the women today. We salute them on my Facebook page. We salute them, period, because uh, th- there's absolutely uh, no existing without women. So uh, th- they're not necessarily what we call the backbone uh, of our country. They are every bone of our country. Uh, Alice said it it best, uh, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. And and I believe in God, uh, yeah, he selected the rib (laughs) because it was the closest thing to the heart. So, therefore, Mm. uh, we should keep all of our women close to our hearts because there's our support and our our protection around the most vulnerable part of our body. So, with that being said, I salute our women of this day. Great. Thank you so much for that, Pastor Cooper. And you you just sparked my uh, thought process. I, I think about those women who are abused and misused. You talked about yeah. uh, women being that breast right next to the heart, that bone that's right yeah. there, that rib, right, yeah. uh, that right there yeah. for the men, right at his heart. And so I think about those women that, that we see and that, that we saw for 20 years, uh, day in and day out, that struggled with uh, – domestic violence and domestic abuse mm, and yeah, landing yeah. in the hospital. But we, we, but we're supposed to protect and take care of our queens, right? Yes, so right. thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much for that. That that was that was so well put. That was beautiful. Well, Mr. Arthur's not here yet to give his little exegesis on Women's Day. So uh, we'll we'll get ready to to move on forward. Uh, this has been an amazing busy weekend. Uh, we're going to first start out by uh, uh, having Dr. Hagney to give us an update. I, I tell you what, boots are on the ground. His feet are out there pushing and pulling and working and making sure that that people get vaccinated, in particular uh, the black and brown community. We wanted to make sure that that community does not get left behind. And so, Dr. Hagney, if you want to just give us a little update or whatever you want to share with us in regards to our African-American task force, uh, oh, yeah. our, however you want to phrase that task force, but, but oh. we're working all together within the health department and all of those people who are making sure that people, all of our American citizens get vaccinated. But Dr. Hagner, go right ahead. Very good. You know, it's truly a blessing with uh, organizing this task force and we looked at the need and and we're saying we're the voice, and we are the voice of the uh, 
uh, community of color. Uh, and when you look and see what is being discussed, how community of color are uh, sort of left out of this whole system, there is a, there is a need for that infrastructure. And that's what our task force have done, uh, put together, starting with the churches all the way across, uh, each group represented uh, in this task force, and identifying the communities that are needed. It's just amazing. For example, I, I mean, one of our sites just reported we talked about, they have over 200-plus individuals signing up for an event we're going to have on the 20th. And thanks for Dr. McKellar that we were making that happen. But when you think about that, you know, the Internet, as someone said yesterday in the meeting, you know, Internet technology and everything, you know, uh, that's not the right way to reach our community. Uh, and also the need to for transportation and so on. And so we're filling all those void areas, and we're looking at throughout this whole area of East Texas to do that. And uh, we are communicating to the government about how we're doing this, and they're very interested how we're reaching individuals because it's very important that our people receive the, the immunization. So we're very excited about that. Uh, we have volunteers that are stepping up and calling. And I tell you, thanks to Dr. McKellar, there, there are two sites. You know, the concern, well, the, pro, the concern earlier is actually getting the vac- vaccine to the site, identifying the sites and everything. That, that's, that's a little difficult. That's working well. But the guarantee that the vaccine would be at that site, that's always, that's, that's always a concern. And thanks to Dr. McKellar, Doc, I want to thank you. Because you know, uh, the, as you know, the discussion about the the um, Henderson site—they have over 200 people signed up. And the concern was, will we be able to allow the state of Texas to get that vaccine to them? So I just want to thank you for making that happen, and also talking to Tenor Hall, your church group, and everything, and down in Russ. So the idea of reaching in the community, being a voice for the community through our black churches, through our civic groups, organization, NAACP, kind of elected officials, as, uh, as Doc here, uh, we're getting the word out. And uh, it's not about African-Americans not wanting to take the vaccine anymore. It, it's about them uh, being able to take the vaccine. So that, so that, that myth is gone. So, so it's very exciting about doing this, and we'll keep you posted as we progress. And uh, also out of meeting with the uh, – well, with the state Democratic Party group the other night with the president, we talked about the need, the assistance of all all groups out in the community, and they're going to help even yeah. during the election time. So I'm just thankful for that and just think we're excited about what's going on, and God is really blessing. It's beautiful. So well put. Uh, yes, uh, Dr. Hagney, it's just it's a pleasure to work with uh, Dr. Hagney because let me just tell you, he leaves no stones unturned. He has reached out to every type of group uh, in this community to pull us all together uh, to make sure that every single person does not get left behind. And so we know uh, in the past, as he mentioned, that people had negative connotations about the vaccine because of, uh, say, the Tuskegee uh, experiment, uh, uh, Harriet Lack's uh, blood transfusion experiment with her blood and so forth, but it's a new day. And so we're encouraging people to please, please, because we know that we got a um, announcement uh, here in Texas last week and on Wednesday, uh, some people, well, some people didn't wear masks anyways, but some people are removing the mask completely. Mm, But I encourage you to listen to, listen to the scientists, listen to the medical personnel, the physicians, the nurses, people who work in this industry, the scientists, listen to them 
and let's follow their guidance. If we can hold on just a little longer until Dr. Hagney and all the groups that are working to get immunized, we'll be all right after a while. So with that being said, I believe Mr. Arthur is not here. So Mr. Arthur, you can come on in and, and have your little piece on uh, Happy Women's uh, Day, International Day for Women Honoring Women. As you know, this month is uh, uh, Women's History Month, and we have lots of women making lots of great history uh, in this country, even locally here in our, in our city. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Unmute, Mr. Arthur. He is there, right, Ms. Rihanna? I think he is. Mr. Arthur, are you there? Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Unmute that telephone. Yes, how are you doing? Good evening. uh, How are everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing fine. Yeah, I posted uh, Happy International Women's Day, and, uh, and, and you're taking your rightful place in leadership, and that's what we need to change this world. Right, so uh, so I'm uh, working with the I'm working with the women, but y'all doing uh, you know providing another flavor than what we've been uh, used to for the last uh, thousand years. So let's see what see what we can do. Okay, real good. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. We thank you, and we appreciate the gentlemen uh, for recognizing the women who are listening and those who are not listening. Uh, just it's just great to see. Uh, the work, and I'm talking about even uh, talking about across the nation to see the first time doing this and the first time do that, and women who are taking the CEO positions uh, in uh, in massive five, uh, Fortune 500 companies, and then we had one of uh, that was honored along with myself today was the uh, first African American uh, lieutenant in the Smith County uh, Department. Smith County Sheriff's oh. Department. Oh, yes. very good. And so, uh, yes, absolutely. So women are doing great things. And so we just encourage the queens. We push them forward, lift them up, uh, and work. And the gentlemen are working right along beside because let me just tell you, women cannot do these things without the gentlemen working right there beside us. So we appreciate Let me just say this. When they locked up, okay. when they locked up the brothers in the, ni- in the 80s and 90s and in 2000s, they unleashed the sisters. So y'all didn't want to deal with us? Well, well, well. let me just start, jump in there, Mr. Arthur. We didn't want you locked up. We didn't want you no, locked up. No, 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 Hold up, hold up, hold up. I say nothing about you want us locked up. I said the no, 80s I and 90s, that. You, we I were locked up. I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The and they that unleashed they locked us up. I'm talking to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I'm now, saying, now, and now, now I'm now talking really to everybody. And we didn't want yeah. our gentlemen locked up, and that's what I'm saying. And so, therefore, let me just spin off of just what Mr. Arthur said, and let me present uh, this little program, and then we can uh, we can say five, four, three, two, one. We're ready to get started. Our showtime, and we're on our way to present an amazing evening, but. Prairie View A&M University will be here tomorrow morning, and everybody knows uh, that I've been working and collaborating with them. It's, it's actually been probably well over 18, close to two years that we've been working at this program, uh, collaborating with uh, Prairie View A&M University uh, and their criminal justice division. 
and and with Tyler Independent School District, Texas College, and myself from this city uh, to work to make sure that we keep our young children out of the criminal justice system. The only way that I want them in the criminal justice system is they become lawyers and judges and district Mm -hmm. attorneys and all of those things is what I want to see these young folks doing. So we're working with Tyler Independent School District in a mentor-mentee program, uh, and that is an amazing program. You're going to hear more about it. Uh, Prairie View will be back in here on tomorrow at – uh, early morning, mid-morning, and we're having our first uh, meeting on, uh, well, I say our first meeting, we're having an advisory meeting on Thursday. We actually, when I brought them in here, we had a, a large event uh, there at the Metro where I invited the district attorney, invited the school board, the health department, invited all uh, this, everybody, anybody, everybody that was in law enforcement, the sheriff, and everybody, because the one thing that we want to see change in this nation, and that is stop locking up brown and black kids, stop sending these children uh, to jail. Mm-hmm. And so we're starting mm-hmm. at the elementary level, and so we're going to have internships, and we're going to bring people from out of Texas College, students from Texas College, to the in, in an internship those are criminal justice majors, even political science majors, bring them out and let them be the interns for these young children. Many of these young children already have parents in prison. They sometimes have both parents in prison, but they really have the men in prison, the fathers, as, as Mr. Arthur said, they locked them. Well, they're still locking them up. They did it in the 70s yep. and 80s and 90s all the way to today. They are still locking yeah. our through the 2021. And so that is the purpose of that program. It's also going to be established in Dallas, Fort Worth area, uh, Houston area, San Antonio, Austin, and then Tyler, Texas. So I am very, very proud uh, to be a part of that program. They reached out to me and asked me if I would lead that and head it up. And so we have an office now at the uh, cotton belt, we have a massive office at the cotton belt. They've already shipped in the furniture, set up in there. Uh, it's just, uh, I love it. And so we're hiring, awesome. there's going to be about four staff people. We're hiring a director. We're having an, uh, hiring an office manager. Uh, we're hiring someone to work closely with the interns and then person to be the liaison. Uh, to the Tyler Independent School District. So you'll hear more about this. We'll be talking more about it and we'll lay out uh, what the requirements, the educational requirements are for the people that we're going to be hiring. So I just want to share that with you. Thank you. Any comments? Any questions? Yes, sir? I would just like to say thank you. Oh, thank you. Hello there. Thank you. (laughs) You know, uh, this is, this is how we're going to break those chains and those chains are getting bent. So thank you. Wow. Well, since we have First Sergeant on, First Sergeant, go ahead and give us a little information about yourself and what you are doing. Everybody knows that this is my First Sergeant. This is uh, First Sergeant is just like a son. Uh, He took care of me in the military. He's my First Sergeant. And so I want him to announce what he's getting ready to do or talk about what he's getting ready to do. And we'll give him, if you guys don't mind, let's give him a few minutes to do his stump speech. We'll go to Pastor Cooper 
uh, for his, and then we can move on with our show. Go ahead, First Sergeant. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. You know, I, I'm, I'm almost speechless, and, and I say I'm speechless because it's been back-to-back, and I've had the pleasure now of rejoining my family here in East Texas. East Texas brought to my attention as, as the country and around the world. I live in District 6, where the late Ron White had passed because of the coronavirus. And, you know, because of our governor saying no masks, Mm, yeah. Folks, if I can, if I can, if you can just hear my words and understand, we've lost enough family, and I'm sure some of us are going to lose more family and friends. Wear your mask. Be safe yeah. to stay safe. It is yeah. imperative that we are here for tomorrow, because who is going to take care of our children and grandchildren? So mm-hmm. please. Stay safe, be safe. But the announcement that I want to announce from District 6 is I am running for U.S. Congress as a Democrat, representing Texas, representing District 6. I am one of 10, and let me say that again, one of 10 Democrats that are stepping up to the plate against 11 Republicans. This is a jungle fight for this seat, and we as Democrats must win this. And the only way we can win this is to vote. But again, out of the 10 Democrats, please, I need everybody to vote for the best candidate, and that best candidate is me. I'm well qualified And I've had the best mentors in life. And one of those mentors happened to be your host on this show. (laughs) So please help me to help you and let us give District 6 back to the people. Thank you so much, Dr. McKellar. That was beautiful, uh, First Sergeant. And and, uh, let me just add just a tiny bit more. Uh, First Sergeant is ready for this position. I say to people, First Sergeant has been running for Congress for 10 years. Why do I say that? Because he was right by my side as I ran for Congress here in East Texas. He's no stranger to the folks here in East Texas. He's no stranger to Mr. Arthur. He's no stranger uh, to Pastor Cooper, uh, He, Miss Rihanna. He knows, and then you're going to get to know him well, uh, Dr. Hagney, but First okay. Sergeant takes, he took care, people know what First Sergeants do. And they actually run the military, if you just really want to know. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. the officers have their position and so forth, but once we make our, our presence uh, in formation, we step to the back, and that first sergeant takes over and runs the company. Mr. Arthur knows how it goes. He's, he's military as well. So I thank a first sergeant for stepping up uh, and stepping into that position. And uh, we need more people like first sergeant. We need more people like uh, Pastor Cooper uh, in leadership positions to make a change in this country. And the change is coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. The change is right here. Thank you, first sergeant. And now Pastor Cooper. 
You know, <clears throat> first of all, I, he's right. We are uh, serving here on Monday nights from 8 to 10 with the hostess with the Moses, our very own Dr. Shirley McKellar. And as far as I'm concerned, she's my forever uh, congresswoman. Always, always, because uh, she's doing the work. Uh, they say all politics is local, and she's doing the work there in uh, in her city, her hometown, uh, as a councilwoman. And let me tell you, <clears throat> she is shaking the bushes, and uh, she knows what's going on in each and every city. Just like uh, a lot of folks would only know their own backyard, but she knows what we're dealing with here with the prison system here in Jefferson County. Uh, we just buried another young lady. She just started her career. And, and you know, it's amazing. You know, if, if anybody knows me, I've already made my announcement that I'm running for governor uh, for the great state of Texas. And then my, my uh, campaign stump is uh, education. But in order to change the criminal justice system and bail reform and all of the, these other reforms and other issues is to better educate our kids, with, with make them more tech savvy, uh, getting them ready uh, for uh, robotics, uh, training them in uh, home economics again, uh, making sure that they're certified school teachers by the time, uh, ready to teach K through sixth grade, uh, by the time they graduate at age 18, workforce ready, all of these things. But at the same time, she continues to talk about the prison systems that's in this area that we have to feed because there was an agreement with uh, those people that was privatized that we would keep them 60% occupied. So thank God for our president that put an end to that with executive order. So she's aware of not only her own backyard but our backyard. So that makes me more excited because then when we lose these new workers that's working in these prisons, and they're not prepared for COVID-19. This young lady lost her life as she had just started her career six months, and we have in her service here locally. So these are the things that are near and dear to our heart because our fight is not just for, for our own block. Our fight, it goes from the next county to the state and to the federal government. So we have to continue to fight and work with our uh, people that's talking about our roundtable issues. And these are our issues. Everything goes hand in hand together, and we cannot do it without people like First Sergeant. We cannot do it without people like Arthur, uh, Brother Arthur up there in uh, uh, Dallas. We cannot do it without Dr. Nancy that was calling me and reminding me that I had a talk show, uh, uh, Zoom at 530 today, talking about the issues that's going on in those communities in Howard County. I mean, we cannot do it unless we come together collectively making a difference. Thank you. That's right. Beautiful. You said it, so, Lieutenant Governor. You yeah. said it. Yes, he did. Yeah. And, and and let me say about both of these candidates, they got they got a new vision, and and they're ready to implement that new vision. Uh, we just finished talking about uh, Governor Abbott wanting to remove masks, open up our cities, open up 100 percent. Uh, is what mm-hmm. he's saying. So how are we going to social distance with 100%? You know, we, we need to open. Yes, we do. But we need to open safely. We need to have a plan so that more people, because just think about this. This week here in, in Tyler, is, is, uh, it's a, what do you call it when they go on the break, their March break? Their, oh, spring, uh, spring, spring break. Spring, spring break. break. Spring break. That's mm-hmm. it. Spring break. I've been out of school so long I forgot. Spring break. This is spring break. So people are out there everywhere. we got our students down at Padre Island everywhere. Just watch what it looks like in the next three or four weeks after oh, yeah. they go back from spring break. Dr. Hagney, you know. And so we got to protect 
and we got to make sure that we have people in leadership, these visions. Uh, and first Sergeant says old school ways and new visions. He, they, and they're ready. They're ready. So we have to support them. We got to financially support them. We got to have yes. some skin in the game. Because guess yes. what? Both of these both of these gentlemen will represent all of us, all of Texas. Yes. And then yes. when you go to Congress, your vote represents all of America. That's why it's okay. crucial for us to have the right people in place. Right now, today, they were working on hey, hey, can I say something about uh, the candidates? Floyd, uh, George Floyd. Yes, sir. I'm, I'll give you that. Let me just finish this up. I was just about to say George Floyd's uh, trial. And mm-hmm. so we know what's still happening in this country, and we need people to stand up. People in law enforcement, uh, First Sergeant has a background in law enforcement. Our governor has a background in psychology, sociology. He knows how to help people with the mind, with whatever's going mm-hmm. on in their mind, their brains. He knows how to work mm-hmm. with them on that. So it's great mm-hmm. to have a well-rounded, and I'm going to say this finally, then I give it to uh, Mr. Arthur. You cannot tell me it is not important to have a person in office who has experience. I like to go get my nails done. I go get them done every two weeks. I don't want a nail tech that doesn't have experience in working on my nails. Mm -hmm. So that's all I have Mm -hmm. to say. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, Mr. The main thing I want to say about candidates is, uh, you know, as you go forward and, and campaign, bring your own table. Don't go look for some table to go sit at. Bring your own table, and you need to you need to identify identify your your base. You got a base, whether you know it or not. Go and identify your base. You know, work work everybody, but work your base all the time. And uh, mm-hmm. and, and like I say, just understand that the issues that that uh, black folks have those are American issues. Those aren't liberal issues. Yes. That's on voting right. rights, that's, a, that's not a liberal issue. Well said. On health care, well that's said. not on access to, to financial funds. That's, that is not liberal. That's American. Mm-hmm. And and so mm-hmm. you just, I hope both y'all stand up and announce those things because that's what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. No, I, Beautiful. I like on. So go ahead, Dr. Hadley. Yes, sir. I, I'm really excited about when you mentioned the criminal justice, you have an East Texas chapter because yes, that is, that's a major that's a major need to turn things around uh, in all areas. Uh, we need voices in rural areas along with yep. urban areas. Because when you look back through healthcare and all how you know, Medicare and all those areas, things flow towards the, rural, the urban areas. And they sort of assume that it worked in the rural areas. So one thing I was in, in that Zoom meeting with the president of the uh, uh, um, Democratic Party of the night, uh, he talked about uh, the election. He talked about the significant role of the rural areas, how they need to improve uh, the response in the rural areas. Because, you know, in the metropolitan areas, and they know what happened there. When you were in the state of Texas, you know, it's the rural areas. And I know, Doc, I know you know this. So that's very yes. important about that. The other thing is, you, know, you mentioned earlier, knowledge and skills. When we look at health care, uh, they want us to give a proposal about one of the discussions is in that knocking on the door there should be some you know, uh, health care package in there because they okay. mentioned, I think, uh, uh, a find out when you go talk to, talk to someone, they have more of an issue than just vote. So the opportunity to talk to someone, they need additional information. So the point is that the, the discussion of health care, the spirit that we see in health care uh, that's affecting our community, that must be changed structurally. 
And so we have to yes. start with elected officials understanding that what occurring. You know, you can elect people, but then we our people are still dying. You look at the our health stats. You, you we mentioned the other day the young ladies in Dallas area, uh, childbirth. See those stats are that we got to do something about those stats, and we need individuals in those offices to recognize the significant role that healthcare uh, have an effect on our community. Was it the mayor of uh, Detroit the other day turned down some uh, uh, Johnson Johnson vaccine because he said it wasn't as good as the Pfizer and the That's Moderna right. vaccine? Yeah. This, this, now this, this is the governor of Detroit. Wow. He turned down. He didn't. Re- he refused Correct. to see the shipments of the Johnson Johnson. Because he himself had, uh, uh, said it wasn't as good as the Moderna and uh, Pfizer. Now, you imagine a public official saying that? All right. See, that's why I say we gotta, we have to talk to the medical science people. All three of these vaccines do the same thing. They fight from getting COVID-19. So a medical person, a scientist, a physician, nurses, they already, they know that. So that's why we have to have the right voices out there giving the right information. That's a brilliant point that you brought out, uh, Dr. Hagney, because I, I was devastated to know that this guy turned away. Do you know how many people of color live in Detroit, Michigan? The whole yeah, Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. And then, and then back to, to uh, Mr. Arthur's point, this past last weekend, uh, yeah, from Sunday up until Wednesday and all the way through, we are out there in District 6, out there hustling and into First Sergeant's base, that base, that particular single-party electors that Mr. Arthur is, is talking about, specifically those Democratic candidates, because he already said he's on the Democratic ticket, and so we may, we have some Republicans that listen to us. So it's not it's not about it's about these candidates and what ticket that they're running on that we're talking about uh, here tonight. So that's some excellent points and excellent uh, advice that's given to our our candidates. Okay, well we're ready to move on. We got we have we have some hot topics tonight, and that uh, Dr. Hackney already kicked us off with hot topics because that certainly was one. Everybody was pretty miffed with that gentleman uh, who turned that who turned that away. I remember, and we talked about this a little bit, is that there was some some people. I can't remember what city they were in. I don't know if it was Detroit or wherever, but wherever they were, it was very very cold, right? And so they were stuck out on the highway, and they they had some vaccines, some leftover vaccines in their cars, and they got out of their cars and walking through the snow, knocking on windows and asking people if they wanted to take that vaccine. And they were out there, these were medical personnel, putting needles into arms of people to keep from throwing away. The, wow, you guys remember awesome. that? Yes. That's I know Ms. Rihanna remembers that. Ms. Arthur does, because right? we, we, we well, talked has, about it. That has more to do about the distribution system that, that never got set up correctly. They talked about it all last year. Didn't set it up. And mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. because of that. I mean, we know why mm-hmm. that is. We're suffering so, you from know, that but, right now. But, but, but hopefully Mr. Biden, he, he, he's doing a little bit better job, uh, and I think all that will straighten itself out here in a minute. And and you're right. And, and see, and it's people like uh, – 
Dr. Hackney on the ground, our boots are out here on the ground. We're setting up these clinics throughout the district to make sure that the church, and we're taking, we're taking health care to the community. We're not, ex, we're not expecting them to come to us. We're going to them. We're going to the churches, to the community centers and various locations and finding out, letting the people sign up and register and see uh, how many that we have there. And then we send that number for that day. Twice last week, we ran out of supplies. But let me just announce that on March the 31st, we should have large amounts of vaccines across this nation, and more people are going to be able to get vaccinated. And within the next three months, we probably would have covered a lot of territory. By the time we get into the summertime, mm-hmm. we would have probably have vaccinated at least uh, three-fourths of the people in this country. And just let me say about the guy from Detroit before you move on. The guy from Detroit, yes. that mayor, the best, well, yes, well actually that, that white mayor. You know, I was surprised to see if they had a white mayor. But anyway, uh, like that guy right you know, okay, a guy like him, now, he said he, he, he didn't want to take it because it wasn't, quote, the best. Really? He wanted black folks to have, <laughs> it's almost, but anyway, he wanted black folks to have the best. Now, we, you know, no, of course, you know, we black, so, you, we, you know, we're looking at him going, really? Really? <laughs> you know, so. so okay. Uh, Sometimes they say know, the he, quiet part out loud, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, and I think they elected him, <laughs> and I think they elected him because cause they figured, you know, you know how, you, you know, we do that. Okay, if we get a white guy, maybe we can get some folks to put some investments in our town. And I think that's how he mm-hmm. probably got there. I don't think they vetted him too good, cause uh, you know that's cause that was crazy. You know he was talking about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Biden mm-hmm. got straight. They got straight. He went out and talked to him. Uh, you know, gave him a different uh, glass of Kool Aid, and he, he, you know, he said he got it now. So you got it, okay. <laughs> okay, real good. Real good. I'm, I'm glad to hear he has it now. Well, listen, this is where I want to start uh, tonight. Um, because I, I think this is a this is a real interesting um, uh, subject. I read this long detail article, and I'm sure that everyone else has uh, read a little bit on this article. And it, it, it's about our youth. Uh, it's about our young folk. And so, uh, and, it's a, and the reason why I want to start out with this right now is because today is. International Women's Day this month, uh, March is Women's Month, and so uh, Miss Rihanna, if you would uh, if you would send the article to uh, Pastor Cooper and send it to Dr. Hagney, and, uh, okay. and we're gonna we're gonna analyze and dialogue uh, this this um, uh, this article. It, was, it came out on March the fifth, twenty twenty one. And it was it's from uh, the Daily Signal, I think it is, uh, that uh, that this came from, and it's the heading says, and it, it's the heading is Society and Commentary, and it says track star. This is a, a young black girl, uh, track mm-hmm. athlete, resist being forced to compete against biological men. And so, Ms. Rihanna, I know you have read this article, and if you want to give us a little exegesis on this uh, this article, and then and then we'll discuss it. Uh, it's written by uh, Kelsey Bowler, and she's a senior, a senior writer for the Daily Signal. 
and she's a senior uh, policy analyst at an uh, independent women's forum. So if you've had a chance, Ms. Rihanna, to uh, send that to the two gentlemen so that they can take a peek at it, and then you can give us a I'm, little I'm bit. looking up their numbers right now to, to text that oh. article. It's at me just a sec. Sure, you take your time. But, but Jim, yeah, I as I said, article. the week, the, you posted yeah, I the article. article okay. Yeah, yeah, I posted about a week ago. Okay, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was March the 5th, uh, to be exact. And, uh, and so you know that, that sports is, is a big thing in this country. We all love our sports. Right. Uh, some of us love even more. Some mm-hmm. of it, I have, a, I have a granddaughter that's a track star. Uh, at Red Oak High School, she's a uh, she's a mm-hmm. um, a volleyball star. She's the captain of the volleyball team at the high school there. Uh, my grandson uh, plays. Uh, he's a he's a track star and and he uh, he runs uh, he runs the four hundred. He runs the two hundred. He runs all of these things and shot pick all of that. Okay, on the men's team and then my granddaughter on the on the girls team. So. Now, with that being said, let's just say about the this, subject, though. Let's say about okay. the subject. Okay. You, you can open, you can they, open they, the subject. Well, while they're looking at it, uh, you know, basically comes down to and an arc is about should and, and I say this ain't the first time this has come up, uh, but now, but not at this moment. They're asking cross gender and so forth and so on. Should they be able to get into uh, the chosen genders athletic programs and compete on those levels? That's what the actual conversation is about. Uh, of course, yeah. you know we had that, you know, had that before. Uh, and, and so, and, and so I don't that's think a tough we, I don't know if we, we had any lawsuits. Have we had? We haven't had a lawsuit by a young person. Like this article is about this young girl from high school who is a track star filed charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm saying that discussion has been had. No, not oh, no oh, discussion been. Yes, yes, yes. This discussion. No, discussion was, a, but discussion's been had because they say, "Hey, look, wait a minute." And then you know what? We don't have. I mean, I don't have. You know, like okay, like they got they got like transgender. They got they got different different ones and see and see. I you know and a lot of folks like me, we don't know what the. Uh, uh, definitions are what they mean. You know, like some okay, one, uh, some have operations, right? You know, some of them don't, and so you know, so it's kind of like you know, okay, which one? Okay, which one would some be? Some take hormones, large amounts of uh, hormones to, yeah, to it, change it, it, to yeah, change up everything. Yes, which one would be eligible? So which one would be eligible to run track against women? You know that type so, of thing. So, so you know, those types of Right. If you'll allow uh, it, uh, for a few seconds, and if Miss if, if Miss Rihanna, so that so that all of our audience can get a gist of what the uh, article is about, if Miss Rihanna could just give us a little, you can read a little bit, Miss Rihanna, and just give us a little bit because I know you've read this article in detail, and Mr. Arthur has, and I have, but our but Pastor Cooper is not maybe of this particular one, and, and maybe uh, Dr. Hagney is not by one. And I'm so sorry, gentlemen, that I did not send this to you before uh, we came on. That's why I want Ms. Rihanna to just give us a little exegesis on this article, and then we can we can go from there and discuss it. And because Mr. Arthur has brought up some uh, real crucial points. Go ahead, Ms. Rihanna. 
Well, in, in this particular article, in this circumstances, it's, uh, the specifics are uh, a high school track athlete, female, Alana Smith. Uh, she's from Connecticut. She has been in a situation where she and her, her female teammates have been forced to compete against biological males, uh, biological males who identify as female. Um, they, in all likelihood, and from what I understand from the article, have not gone through a surgical process. They might possibly be on hormones and probably right. are on hormones, um, but they are biologically uh, males. And in two cases, uh, two different biological males took uh, medals and potential scholarships uh, in these competitions against biological females. Um, so it's, you know, a female track team uh, that has, to be inclusive, included two runners who are biological males, and as it turned out, these two biological males kind of dominated in the sport uh, that season and got they medaled and took um, potentially scholarships away from the their fellow competitors who are biological females. And what is um, biological male? So that's just, oh, wait, wait, just a, miss, just a oh, second, oh, Miss Arthur. Okay. So okay. go ahead. I'm sorry. What was that? So, so that's Brianna? kind of the, the gist of the gist of this article. Um, okay. And, you know, so it, it's in order to be inclusive of the LGBTQ plus community, the schools have, in this case, have allowed um, these, you know, students who say that they identify as female um, to be on these teams. I, and in my personal opinion, that's a little bit different of a circumstance than maybe a post-operative situation where you've mm -hmm. fully transitioned, it, you know, from a male to a female. That's not the case. These are biological males competing as females against biological females, which seems to be an unfair advantage. Okay, so mm. before, Mr. Arthur, Mr. Arthur, before you come in, I, I, as a medical person, let me just lay out just a little bit, if you allow me, just a hair of what the differences are between a male and a female skeleton. Now, we know, first of all, women are shorter. Uh, women are not as strong. Uh, they, they're a sculpture, and their heads are smaller. Uh, they have reproductive systems uh, that are made differently from men. Uh, the, the, their average uh, sizes are different. Their arms are smaller. Their legs are not as strong. The women can be muscular, but there's no way that women are as strong as men are. So the male bones, as you know, if, you, if, if we stood, the, and especially if you stand beside Pastor Cooper, I have to look way <laughs> up there. <laughs> 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 to Pastor Cooper. He's a, he's a big guy. He's tall. First Sergeant mm -hmm. has a lot of, he's structured. He's, he's thick, as, as the old people used to say, he's thick. He's very muscular. So the male bones yeah. are bigger. They're stronger uh, in size. The density uh, is larger. Men, uh, men have uh, their bone mass is 50%, 50% larger than a woman's uh, mass. Uh, the, the men's ribs 
they may be similar in size as far as the ribs are concerned. As far as we have twelve pair, uh, but but we're just we just men are just bigger all the way around arms, neck, uh, every part of of them. Uh, are bigger. The femur is bigger. That's the, the big long bone in the in the leg. Uh, the tibia, all of those things are biologically larger. So men are biologically stronger and larger uh, than women are. So now, with that being said, uh, so let's let's hear from let's hear from Mr. Arthur. We'll hear from you first, Mr. Arthur, and uh, and then we'll we'll discuss this uh, strongly here. Well, I won't say that's why I love teachers. When I listen to you, I love teachers. But anyway, the main thing I say, though, is, is that, like I say, you know, you know, uh, again, you know, we, 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 we're in money oh, change I'm moment. I'm not going to tell the text to your telephone number. Can you hear me? Oh, I thought I heard somebody talk. Uh, we're in a change moment. Now, I don't know what this next thing going to look like. But it's going to take, like, some of us, like me and you, Shirley, you know, we ain't, we ain't going to quite get some of that stuff. And, you know, but as far as being fair, it just don't seem fair that, you know, that somebody of another gender could just switch over and, run and start running against girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just don't, it just don't seem fair. So, uh, okay. you know, I'm sure the court's going to take it up at some point. You know, and, uh, but, but again, you know, we don't know the definitions to have a really good, a good, uh, discussion. You know, we know about transgender. We know about, uh, but they got about, they got about, I mean, it's about, what, five or six different categories? Something like that? I mean, it's quite a few. So, oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot. And so maybe we ought have, yeah. 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 have somebody from that community come on your show one night, maybe have a discussion and <laughs> see exactly what that is. Well, Miss Rihanna kind of began to lay out a little bit of it. Uh, she talked about uh, let, let's t- let's take a look at Cher's daughter. Cher's daughter went through all the surgical procedure, and then once she went through the surgical procedure, then she took the uh, the hormones uh, to try to change herself oh, over. Well, uh, if you if you remember what she turned well, okay, out. Okay, Cheryl's son like. or Cheryl's daughter, or her son or her daughter, because I'm confused now. Cheryl's son turned to sure. a daughter, or her daughter turned to a son. Cheryl's sure. daughter. You remember that pretty little girl that used to be on television with them? Uh-huh. That pretty little blonde-headed girl that they used to hold at the end of their show? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Does everybody yeah. remember that? Remember that? Yeah, I remember Chastity. Chastity is oh, exactly right. correct. Well, take a look at Chastity now, and you won't recognize the Chastity that we knew before she went through that transition. Um she she gained a lot of weight. She she just changed completely. She doesn't look like anybody that we recognize. But so uh, so go ahead. Let's let's go to uh, Pastor Cooper. I think you were about to join in and had some uh, in comments in regards because because the big issue here is that this young these young ladies used to win all the time, and then now that we have the the guys that have joined in. Uh, and are running because, as Miss Rihanna said, I don't believe they have not gone through the the process yet. Mm. Uh, they just identify. Uh, go ahead, Doctor Hagney. Go ahead. Can you have a text to this, this other number for me? Nine three 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 zero zero eight one four. Are you talking to us, Doctor Hagney? Yes, you can t- text that article to this other this other number. Okay. Oh, 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 oh please Rihanna. say the number one oh, more time. Nine three 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 zero. 
330-0814. Yes, sir. Okay, thanks. Very good. Okay. You're welcome. So, okay, let's go well, back to Pastor Cooper then. Pastor Cooper, I okay, think you were about to share with us. Just as our, our Brother Arthur said, uh, you know, I thank God for teachers because uh, you were able to set the ground and the ground floors, the ground rules, uh, because uh, being a Women's Day, International Day for Women and Women's Month, uh, you know, being uh, a Democrat in Texas, as we say, it's complicated because I have three daughters. And yes. my, my younger daughter uh, can beat up my my oldest son. and <laughs> But that doesn't make her the strongest, strongest vessel. Uh, right. The other thing is that I, I, I reared my son to respect women, so he doesn't always hit back. Uh, there you go. I, I was say, about to say and that. And I say, <laughs> yeah, and I say always because she can anger him, and, and she, he will, and he dominates, but it's out of anger and, and, and realizing that he is the stronger vessel. Uh, the other thing is that I, I love the coach from Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year, won a Super Bowl. He had the most diverse uh, uh, coaching staff, assistant staff, a lot of African-Americans on that team. And I'm not even a Tampa Bay fan, but after that, I, I became a fan of the coach. And he had a woman that was also a coach. So I think we need to break these barriers. We need to do these things. But at the same time, we, we have to go back and look at the science. As our teacher told us earlier, uh, there are some things when we look at the bone density and, and the, the skeletal uh, makeup, uh, even our ligaments are, are different and, and attached differently. Uh, and so mm. since she covered that, I'm going to put on my spiritual hat, and I'm going to cover this other side. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to let the or not as religious or whatever go and have that argument. But I'm going to give you First Peter 3.7. It says, likewise, your husband dwell with your wives with understanding and giving honor to the wife as unto the weaker vessel. So I'll let you go argue with that. I'm be quiet. <laughs> well, let, 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 Mr. Why well, you left him uh, hanging out, did you? Left him hanging yeah, he, he left him hanging. <laughs> so, Mr. Arthur hanging said out. that <laughs> he said there, there's a, several types, uh, different types of, of transgender. And so, so I, I, re, I remember when we were growing up, there was there. I, I you guys probably remember this very well that they, there was the cross dresser, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that they they always was a uh, they they were male, but they liked to cross dress periodically. But they would go mm-hmm. back to being a male. I believe that's the way it was. I remember that. And then there was one. There was some called the drag king and the drag queen. And mm-hmm. they would just dress a certain way at special times, I believe, and then they go back to to where they were, and then then there's the uh, non-conforming gender and the non-binary gender. There's a lot of different names that that we've heard uh, down through the times, and, and I think it was Miss Arthur said sometimes you don't know know what's appropriate uh, or what to call who and when. Uh, mm-hmm. So it it can get a little taxing, uh, to put it mildly. You know, like it, 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 uh, give me an example. Give me an example. Like, okay. An, like Anderson Cooper. Okay. Like Anderson Cooper. He be talking about. He be talking about his husband. And then right. I and then I might see another one of them. Alice be talking about his wife. And I'm trying to figure out. Should I know? I mean, you know, maybe I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, the definition we're talking about, uh, science and definition, I think, 
that has not been spelled out. Like you say, all these different groups now forming. So I think that uh, I guess this court case, they may have to make a decision pretty soon on why, what uh, what uh, you know, authorities or what they're going to use to determine. You know, I think what you're saying is a basic knowledge of the body and really to a certain extent the purpose of the body need to be brought into discussion, you know. Okay. Yeah. Ms. Rihanna, comment? Uh, I, I don't know well, if First this, Sergeant is still there or not, but go, go ahead, Ms. Rihanna, and then we'll see if First Sergeant is still there. This one is really, really tough for me um, because, you know, <laughs> as a realist, I obviously right. don't think that it's fair for men to be competing against women in right. sports like this. I, it's right. it's clearly not fair, just on the face right. of it, generally right. speaking. Um, right. But, you know, the liberal progressive side of me says, well, you know, we do have to figure out if we're going to be an inclusive society, we do have to figure out where we stand in general, on issues like this, you know, we, we have to be firm about it. And it's you can't just for the sake of inclusion say that something is fair when it's just not fair. Um, sure. So, you know, it, and, you know, whether you are biologically, um, it, whether or not it's appropriate for you uh, to be in a category to compete biologically speaking, is not the same issue as immutable characteristics such as uh, the color of your skin or, you know, your your sexual orientation having something to do with your ability to do a job or something like that. Right. This, to me, seems mm-hmm. like a, a much different category of issue. And you're right. Exactly. You're right. Exactly. I, I, agree, I agree with you. Rihanna, if you posed a, a, another solution and said, okay, well, what if we just had uh, them run against each other? Would that be and that's what segregation and discrimination? Would that be? What would that be? How, how would that be looked at? Probably. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're now. This is no, I'm one of the Exactly, because that's what I said, Mr. Arthur. Because let me just tell you this: it's discrimination for this for for this young these young girls. Uh, these young petite little girls uh, in high school to run against these guys, and mm-hmm. so that's to me that's discrimination against a woman. So, mm-hmm. so you think they can the same track me, but 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 be running against each other? Is it the same? But you know that's the same track. But this is a, keep this in mind. This is a woman's track meet that we're talking about. We're talking about. We're not talking about a men's track meet. We're talking about mm-hmm. a woman's track. According, okay. So if you look at science. You just just look at science. I'm a scientist. If you just look at science in all of my training, my upbringing, all of that, uh, science said that it said, how many genders do we have? And then it would say we have two genders. We have boy, men, girl, woman. So we know that that uh, there's a gender binary and things have changed. There's a whole new term, uh, non-binary or uh, gender queer or however they term it, something like that. We know that as a whole umbrella of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Gender so expression, then, since gender fluid. Since there's a, a expression, so right. there is another But I'm asking one, if we they got, run they against each other. That's what I but said, I'm too. If, That's what I'm if, saying. If we make them run against each other, you know, is that okay? I, I, 
I keep saying that's what, well, it's not okay. Yes, to me it would be okay because <laughs> because it would be the same. No, I'm serious because it's not okay to run against, for boys to run against women in a women's mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. Right. If that makes sense. See, it seems like the distinction here is not gender. The distinction here is biology. So it doesn't seem to right. me that if you had mm-hmm. a category for um, you know, male fair. to female, transgender, or vice versa, <laughs> that that wouldn't be yeah. a discriminatory thing. You're just opening up a new category. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's still, mm-hmm. in, to me, maybe, you know, I am not part of the LGBTQ plus community, so I can't say, oh, that's not discriminatory. I don't know how that makes anyone in that community feel, but from the outside sure. looking in, it just seems, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. to me it, but I can't tell somebody else what they can be offended by, obviously, you know, but I I, right. I think it seems like a biological issue and to open up, you know, this sort of thing um, to where they, they could co- keep, compete amongst one another. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. McKellar, but it seems to me like I've, I've read somewhere that um, men tend to be better at, Long distance running and women better at they are. Like sprint running. Oh, yeah, yeah you know, they are. because because yeah, right, running running is short. sprinting is short. Uh, long, mm-hmm. they got that long femur, and uh-huh. and, and, mm-hmm. and if you like Pastor Cooper, you got an extra long femur because <laughs> yeah, he's, <you're> <laughs> he's very tall, yeah, and so so he can yeah. he can take one step to my five. Uh-huh. And, and right. still leave me behind because his legs are so mm-hmm. long and his femur is so long. So mm-hmm. therefore, you and my lungs are bigger correct. and I can go hold my air. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Yeah. But but right. but seriously, so it all seems that like a is biological based on thing. training. Okay. okay, one at a time. All okay, is, go ahead, first sergeant. I mean, regardless of one's gender or, or tall, big, if one is properly trained. A woman can beat a guy and vice versa based on training. We have seen it demonstrated on the battlefield. Uh, I have seen it in law enforcement. Some women Uh are better shooters than guys. Right. Let me just tell you this first, Sergeant. Let me just tell you this. We'll let no, let me just tell you this. Endurance has a lot to do with this as well, and 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 I can tell you unequivocally, even though it, it depends upon what was happening to that man the night before. Let me just tell you this much, everybody. I'm retired military, and so I had some youngsters say, "Ma'am, how in the world?" Can you run that fast in two minutes? I said, because I went to bed last night and I didn't drink a case of beer and I, I got up yeah. and ate my right food and all yeah. of that stuff. And that's how I did it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, there are some, some, some passed yeah. that too long because they were scared of me. <laughs> yeah. men, have, men have more endurance than women all day long, every day. And so, unless it, I mean, everybody doesn't have the same strength. Obviously, we know that. And there's some weaker, there's some smaller, weaker, maybe people who are not in good shape, right. not in great shape. Because right. first, I right. brought right. out the training. Training is very important. But but at the, at the end of the day, 
biblically. Go the, the pastor yeah. just gave it to us. The woman yeah. is not as mm-hmm. she's a weaker vessel, and she yes, cannot so. outdo a standard man. A Go ahead, anybody. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that she's a weak person or weak mentally or weak spiritually. It just means that this is go. by design. This is a design right. thing. So it's not a flaw. Right. A design That's is right. not a flaw. So yeah, y'all don't make That's me right. preach over all y'all. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> the way you equip is not your flaw. Uh, matter of fact, it could be your strength because the weaker vessel in my it. house run the house. <laughs> the oh, weaker right. vessel gets yeah. everything right. they desire. The, the, right. the weaker does not mean that you have the least. It just means that yeah. that's a design issue. In fact, we went through this uh, in a movie, uh, Joanna Man. Was that Joanna Man, the movie? Y'all remember that? Okay. You you, you take the best basketball oh, yeah. player or best football player, Michael Jordan and the best woman basketball player, and you put them on the court at 30 years of age at the same time. You, you, gonna, you know who's gonna, what's the outcome. You know what's the outcome yeah. if you put Herschel Walker against another lady or J.J. Uh, Watts uh, against another lady. You know the outcome. I mean, this, uh, uh, LeBron yeah. James against uh, whatever you want, Cynthia, Leslie, Cooper, or whatever, you know, these names. I can't think of them right now. But anyway, you, you, sure. you, you know the outcome. It's just a design. That's right. It's not a, and it's oh, not a flaw. The design is not no. a flaw. Right, That's right. It. That's right. Back to, back to creating. Great, great point. Yeah, go ahead, Mr. Then, uh, then, oh, okay, I'm go sorry. ahead, Dr. Hagney, then Ms. Rihanna. Excuse me, back to creation. Yes. Man, is all, man is all, all this, all this uh, development is all man. If we look at yes, purpose sir. and intent from creation, that, that's the answer. That's the, that, the biological structure and everything. That's where it was created from. Okay. Man yes. has done his own selfish reason to alter that. You know, if I I can't play basketball, if I guess I go out and shoot basketball long enough, I can learn how to do it. But that's <laughs> just part of you. That's that's God's creation. See, God created a body that can adjust uh, on, on circumstances, even for protecting itself. But so you can't. So you have to go back to basics and see what that body, the male or female body, was created to do. A man through those years, he will alter for his own reason. I think the discussion we have now is the selfish reason why someone want to do that. Not the intent is for somebody to want to do. So if you look biologically in place, people where they're supposed to be, then you won't have all this creation. But we've gone and created all these these, these areas, you know, not created, but we, well, I guess to a certain extent, in discussion. So I, that's what I'd say biologically, what a male and female was intended to do from the beginning. Well, well let, uh, let me throw this in, and then we'll have we'll have Miss Rihanna. But 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 let let me put a let me put a, a male and a female up there together, and then let that male pack a punch in her face, and then let her pack a punch in his face, and see who gets knocked out first. <laughs> <laughs> the man upper arms are stronger, right. Right. and he can he can pack a blow that she wouldn't be able to tell. She could put her out. Put it to the floor. Mm-hmm. But she could but go ahead, Miss Rihanna. You're next. Well, and I was just only going to add that, you know, that's not to say that there isn't, you know, once, you know, once every every couple hundred thousand, you know, times you'll find that, you know, one exceptionally strong, that's you know, true. woman who woman. can, that's you know, right. beat Herschel Walker and, you know, that those those <laughs> kinds of things happen just naturally. Sure. You know, there's not every guy is strong enough to play every sport, not every girl is, right. you know, right. but but it just is inherently um 
in general, if we're going, you know, male sports and female sports exclusively, it just seems generally um, inherently unfair to say, well, biological males, if they identify as females, can compete in female, you know, all females. And then, you know, two times they they dominated the sport. They took scholarships away from yeah. young female athletes. That just seems like a biologically unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I ain't never heard anybody doing that, though. Oh yeah, that's what the article is all about. That's what the article is all about. That it happened mm-hmm. in Connecticut, and that's why they have filed the right. lawsuit. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, previous to now, it, it, you know, as far as like men getting women scholarships, because you know that'd be big news on the sports show. I ain't. No, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I haven't seen none of, none of it. Nothing like that. And the, and, this, and this is this is on high school level. Uh, okay. Yeah. Number one. I haven't seen anything so like you got to keep. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So, well, it's big news right now. Uh, from from well, that Marxist Simon would say, that's a head scratcher. That's a head scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a time living. It's not a head scratcher. We we have to have these type of discussions because this is where we live, and it, and everyone is afraid of these type of discussions because you want to push the envelope, you want to do the right thing, you want to be right. the most aggressive, progressive. I have three wonderful, right. aggressive daughters that I, I do not want to argue with, talk with, or fight with. But they're not physically equipped to outdo me physically. But if, if it comes to a conversation and a debate, I'm going to sit down in the corner. And I, Lord knows I can hold my own. Right. But these are the type of conversations we have to have because this is where we're headed. Uh, and, right. and this is aggressive generation that's coming up. I have a 15-year-old daughter out there who yeah. questions everything. Matter of fact, she does not care if you're black, white, Hispanic. You can't say black lives matter. She's not talking with you again ever. If you just only yeah. tell her all lives matter, she said, but that's not an issue with all lives. There's an issue right. with black lives that matter. There you point. go. There you go. Yeah. I'm just exactly. telling you. So they're, you yeah, they're bold. Yeah. They're bold and they're strong <laughs> in their views. And But here's yeah. the thing. You have to wonder because, you know, my kids – um, you know, talking about issues like this generally, they they have no they don't think about um, LGBTQ or transgender. They don't think about it with the same. Even the the small amount of discomfort I may have ever had talking about it, yeah. um, which is right. smaller than my mom's generation, which was smaller <laughs> than her mom's generation. My kids seem Correct. to have absolutely none. But I'm not confident no. that they have actually thought about when it when the rubber meets the road and and that reality butts up against the reality of well now we're losing scholarships now right. it's getting real now it's costing people a spot in a college or you know how do we you know we're not saying this is terrible forget about it we're saying what do we do about this where do we put this. Yeah. Well, it's, gonna go it's a to conversation we all need to have. Yeah, and it's going to go, go ahead, to the courts where it's going to go to. It's going oh, to the courts. Yeah, most we're going to find out where it's going to go. Most of so, and, and it's very So, it's very different for me. Now, I, now I, I'll stand up there next to uh, Pastor Cooper in a, in a debate, but I can't stand up there next to him when we get ready to run down that uh, 
20 miles run. I mean, I can't because his legs are long. He's going he's gonna to run faster than me. I already know that. Unequivocally. Can I ask Rihanna a question? Can you can ask Rihanna yes, a question? Please. She touched on something a while ago. Rihanna, you know, like this week, Republicans are talking about, you know, Dr. Zeus and Mr. Potato Head. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. Mr. Potato Head, did that do anything to your household? Did that? Did y'all ripple? Did, did the ripple come through? Uh, did y'all feel something, <laughs> some kind of way? I got to tell you, we did not sit down around the kitchen table and have a heartfelt discussion about that one. <laughs> and and my <laughs> even my baby son doesn't really mind one way or the other, Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, whatever, potato head, he's going to put it in his mouth and probably try to choke on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> what are y'all up in Congress to read this? So I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah. It seems like they'd have better things to do, huh? Yeah, yeah. You would think. Right. You would think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I tell you, it just I'm I'm with Mr. Anna, and maybe it's because we're females. Uh, it, it just doesn't seem right uh, to for this to happen uh, to have a male running against a female in a female sport. Uh, so yeah, so that, that that's how I that's how I'm looking at. It. So so where did you put it? So where you did did you come up with some definitive? Well, what was your position on that? Uh, no, oh, that, well, just it. what just what you said. No, well, I, I mm-hmm. no, I no, I, I'm not just <laughs> about it. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. that that I, I just don't think that it's right uh, uh, for me to. Uh, it wouldn't be even right for me to go and and, and run in a male's well, race. Uh, it, it just wouldn't be right. I wouldn't win it, right. but it just wouldn't be right that I would ha- I'd be out there in it anyway. And so. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in the high schools across the nation mostly, uh, I know things, things are changing. Things are changing drastically. Uh, but but I mentioned that my grandson plays football. He's a cornerback for uh, Red Oak High School. He's in the ninth grade. And he made varsity in the ninth grade playing against those big old guys there. Oh, in the yeah. But he's a tall guy too. He's he's very muscular and all yeah. that. And, but then mm-hmm. my granddaughter, uh, she runs track, and but it's all girls on that track team. And then she plays right. uh, volleyball. She's the captain of the volleyball team, and it's all girls on it. There are no guys on it. So um, so that's it. So we're gonna see what mm-hmm. happens. It's gonna be interesting uh, because yeah. I'm, I'm working actually in conjunction with uh, with uh, Dr. Harold Wright. He is on. He works for TEA, Texas Education Association. And the part that we're working at, on actually is uh, is is making sure that our schools open safely. Uh, they ordered 250 yeah. million masks that they're disseminating out across uh, across Texas. And so I was the liaison. Uh, here in uh, Tyler uh, to get the mask out to the to the students um, in public schools, but even in here and in Tyler in our our public schools, it's, it's differentiated. It's the males hey, heard, and the females. Hey, I heard the Biden's Go gonna mail us a mask. Is he gonna mail us some uh, 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 mask? He sent those masks going down. He sent uh, he sent some down into the school district, and then. Uh, 
into uh, into the households. But yeah, he's already sent them down into the school districts along with. Mm-hmm. Well, what what happened is it's a, a private, uh, a public private partnership that mm-hmm. uh, that some of the part uh, private partners have made massive amounts of masks for the mm-hmm. government to be discriminated mm-hmm. down to the, our communities. Doesn't it feel so great to have a sensible and reasonable okay. president? Oh my I mean, just doesn't oh it feel goodness. great? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Again. It, it felt like we were dead for four years. But these are sensible, reasonable decisions, even though they're still tough and difficult, and you still have to carry them out. But, I mean, yeah. just mm-hmm. the, the thought of it is incredible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we ought to sell them for our task force. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. It's all, I mean, it's all working together as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we've done. Listen, we, it's nine sixteen. We got to move on to some other areas. <laughs> you guys worked that. You worked that one. That one. That's that's. I think Mr. Arthur said that's the one that caused you to scratch your head and say, "Hmm, how yeah. are we going to handle that and everything?" <laughs> so, but we just we we got to be fair to the girls. We want our girls educated, and and that's those girls are they're academically astute. And, and then they're athletically astute, so that could be a double scholarship for them. And they, we don't want we want right. those girls to have their fair share of, of what needs to happen in this country. So we thought we we beat that up a little bit. Yes, ma'am, go right ahead. Well, I just yes, still beating the dead horse, but I just quickly wanted to add, just for my own personal part, I just wanted to add that um, this in no way means that that I personally would ever deny anyone's right at all right. to shop right. at whatever store they want to shop at, buy whatever clothes That's they right. want to wear, mm-hmm. you know, right. feel comfortable right. using whatever facilities they need to use. You know, th- this to me is a whole separate thing. This is strictly sure. a scientifically biological issue yeah. exactly. and about fairness. This is not about I'm identity. Right. I'm okay with you identifying however you feel you need to identify, and I will respect that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing That's that good. out, Ms. Rihanna. Thank you very That's much. Good. Yeah. Appreciate yes, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, now let's take a look at. We know um, the former representative Cedric Richmond uh, is heading up things with the uh, the administration yeah. of the Biden Harris administration. And so the article, next article we want to talk about is uh, March the third, and that article is saying headline says. We don't have to wait on a study, uh, study meaning uh, about reparation. The Biden senior Mm -hmm. advisor, Representative uh, Cedric Richmond, says the administration is going to start acting now, uh, Mr. Arthur, on reparation. So, Ms. Rihanna, did you read that article yet? And Mm -hmm. you want to give us a little tidbit, Mr. Arthur? Yes, go ahead and give us a little tidbit on what that article was about. They're on the right. Well, we all remember. Go ahead. We all remember the um, the latest uh, hearings round of hearings that they had on HR forty um, was just, I believe, in twenty nineteen. Mitch McConnell laughed at the idea of reparations. Um, Reverend Barber testified. Um, I, I, everybody, it seems came to the Senate to testify about this reparations bill. Um, Again, it's called H.R. 40, and Cedric Richmond actually told Axios 
definitively, quote, we do not need to wait on a study. He believes that Reparations Bill H.R. 40 will pass um, and that the work towards breaking down race-based barriers can begin while Congress studies reparations, um, but that, that there's no need to wait on that. Uh, we don't have to wait, he says. We're going to start acting right now. We have to start breaking down systemic racism, or excuse me, systematic racism and barriers that have mm-hmm. held people of color back, and especially yeah. African Americans. We have to do stuff now, he said. Um, and he act, uh, served as a House member from Louisiana for right. more than a decade. He's one of the right. highest-ranking black officials in the Biden administration and one of the president's closest advisors. I believe we had him on the Thursday mm-hmm. radio program right that when is. he mm-hmm. joined the Biden mm-hmm. administration. That's um, it. That's and, it. yeah, he said uh, he can't nail down an exact timeline, but um, if you start talking about free college tuition to historically black colleges and universities and you start talking about free community college in Title I and all of those things, then you are well on your way. So he expects that we can get H.R. 40 to pass and um, doing the work surrounding those things with, uh, like he just mentioned, Title I, uh, free, yeah. com- free community college and more funding for HBCUs that he believes that we're, we're on our way to doing this. So that's exciting. Okay. Very good. Let me say this Arthur. about that. I know you're ready to jump. Go in there, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead. Yeah, and if you notice that, notice that, in this case, reparations, whatever black people do, America tracks it. You know, Biden, okay, what is, his, what is one of his things he want to do? He want to make, he want to make uh, a, a, a junior college's first two years of college is free. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, so basically, which is like reparations, except it's for everybody. So when we move forward as black folks, what I'm saying, everybody benefits. Everyone right. Yeah. Exactly. It's always. It's always been that Always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> good good exactly point. Exactly right. Ms. Arthur, you're absolutely 100% correct. Everybody. But now, if more good. white folk would see how good that point is. It is the only point. And, and well, they have, well, but they, they have to enjoy white privilege, though. White privilege. So they stuck right. on white privilege. You know, they have to it's get that. They have to get that straight. <laughs> and, and we can't yeah. get straight for them. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that that that's the work we have to do. <laughs> unfortunately. So first sergeant, this, this is something slow. that first sergeant is going to be working on in Washington D.C. This is this is going to be in his wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Whether we that get re- th- let, yes, let me just tell you, for Sergeant's election is the same as mine. One May, this is a quick, short campaign. He's got about two good months of campaigning because uh, the late Ron Wright just was elected in November. So this is a special election, and so we want to make sure that we got people like first sergeant that's up there that's fighting for the greater good of all of us. And that's why I say every single day I've said it for the last 13, 14 years, we have to have the right people in Washington, DC making decisions exactly. for us. We, why why exactly. would I waste so much time studying this? We don't have to really exactly. study it because it's been studied for how many years now? 
Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah. Right. Our ancestors our ancestors are going on, right? Go ahead, yeah. Pastor. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm I'm in agreement with. We've been studying for this test a long time. We we've done studies. Mm-hmm. We're ready. <laughs> We're ready. Ready to yeah. pull the trigger, right? That's right. Go ahead, Dr. Hadley. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's so true. You talking about the right people in place. Uh, uh, yes. you know, being agriculture and everything. There was a there was a component in this this bill. I think like sixteen uh, billion dollars for black farmers. Now, when you think about yes. how far back Bell for black farmers, uh, supporting them. And that was done because Senator Booker and I think Scott over the Ag Committee mm-hmm. and a new mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Uh, senator from uh, Atlanta, they made sure that was in there. So, you know, black farmers, you know, the loss of land. Uh, and I know uh, in District 6 that's very important because you think about farmlands, how Waco and, uh, and farmers yeah. in those areas, that's very critical for black farmers, Prairie View and other universities, I on Zoom this morning with ag people. So that's very significant that that was passed. So you definitely have to have the right people in the right place and at the table Absolutely. that will speak up. That will speak up. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people in the past a long time, the last hundred years, they were sort of quiet. Now we're having people yeah. like that. I know Star, you're going to be the same way. <laughs> He's going to speak out. <laughs> we get at the table, yes, you have to say something. You can't get at the table and be quiet. So we have people now Listen. at the table that are speaking out, and that's, that's what we need in the future. Yes. Yeah, and, and and let me let me just throw that you are so one hundred percent correct, uh, Dr. Hagney, and just know this, guys, one hundred percent. Who were the farmers back in the days? Who who did agriculture? Watermelons, roses, yes. potatoes. If you came to East Texas in my town, my family. That's what we did. And what angered me, I'm a member of the Black Farmers Association. I have been for a long time. That, that Pickford versus Glickman case, that it was in the court system. And here's what happened. They paid out that, that uh, Pickford. Those were Hispanic female uh, farmers. But it was right. the black folks who were the key farmers the in the country. Farm. Everybody knows that, yeah. right? Right. The black right. cowboys. Right. Yeah, the black my cabin. family was they out there play, in East they, Texas. There you go. Yeah, there you go. We're sugarcane farmers in East Texas. Absolutely, oh, yeah. that's where that's where you found them in West Texas, East Texas, and they paid that yeah. pick uh, that Pickford claim one hundred million dollars. They have of yet to this day paid anything out to the black farmer. I remember yeah. when my grandfather. Was, was farming, I, I grew up on 500 acres of land, but they farmed on about 1,500 plus acres of land. Mm-hmm. And they went to mm-hmm. the banks, and they were going to get some of that USDA loan money, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And we, we know the story, the Bill Sack right. case and all that. So they went to get some of that money. And when they got there, they were told, we don't have any more. We've lent it all out. Well, it wasn't true. They had plenty of uh, that uh, Department of Agriculture, USDA money. They had plenty yeah. of it, but they didn't and, get and it. And here, reparation question. Reparation question. Reparation question. Okay, and I can trace my uh, lineage all the way back to Jamestown. So how much uh, you think mm-hmm. I should get? Did I get more than somebody that came over later? <laughs> so now that's going to be the interesting part of this reparation. How yeah. How is this going to be dispersed out? to Because the ones who really deserved this money are gone on. That's our ancestors, yes, right? All of our ancestors exactly. 
on this phone right now on this radio show. Our ancestors right. are gone. Our grandfathers, our fathers and mothers, yep. uh, those people who, who worked in those fields, who brought in people uh, to work in the fields and all that, to work on their land. Our ancestors who, they didn't share crop. Well, mine didn't share crop. Sure that we they did. owned sure their did. own sure land. Share crop. Sure we did share crop. Yeah. There's share nothing wrong with that. Too. That's that, that but, yeah. but and right. you deserve it too. You deserve it too. But that wasn't a long well, time ago. So I want you to know that. Our, our okay, land was stolen time, from us. I, I said we, ahead, share, we became share. We became sharecroppers yeah. because our land was stolen from us, and then it was Would stolen in, in, in a systematic way. With uh, when they give you a penny an acre, and you have uh, uh, two thousand acres, and, and next thing you know, you only have your few blocks that's left over for you and your family, and now they have Section Eight housing sitting on it. So I mean, the government's been stealing from our people for years and years, yeah. and so you want to solve Amen. the reparations treat us the same way as you did with the veterans. When you come out of the military, you get one loan for a home, you got loan for education, Hazelwood Act here in the state of Texas. I think we need to start with those things, with those of uh, uh, African American descendants of slaves, ADOS. That's what we need to start right point. there. That's yeah. the governor speaking. Listen at it. Listen at it. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about this for a long time. We have to look at these things. And then when we uh, turn 18 years of age, what's one thing that we all need? We need transportation to get around to our jobs. The state of Texas is so much land. Bass land is not like living in downtown New York City. So we need transportation. Zero percent interest rate and Just a minute, uh, uh, financing. Hey, cool. Just a minute, Miss Arthur. Just, just let him finish. On, on, <laughs> on cars. And the interest rate and 30-year fixed loans on homes when you turn 21 years of age. So there's a time and a structure, and we need to look at these things. Yeah, I wasn't just running for the United States Senate and running for the Senate government for no reason, because we have to be the voice for our people that's not even sitting thinking about this because they don't have time to think about it because they're working three jobs to pick kids from school. So that, those of us that have the benefit of thinking about this, we have to fight for them because either they don't know or don't know how to. Well, hey, 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 can I get Go Cooper ahead, an idea? Hey, hey, Cooper. Mm-hmm. The, the, oh, no, when I was yeah. on the sharecropper uh, for my grandpa and them, during that yeah. time, uh, America was bringing in those Czechoslovakians and hung- Hungarian people, bringing them in over here. They gave them land. They yeah. they showed them how to farm. They did all of that. So when you start talking about a, a, a program for us, you need to be telling them they use they need to use that model, the same model. They, you know, Martin Luther King talked about it. About how mm-hmm. unfair it was. Yeah. So, yeah. so I would, so I would go do some research on that model that they used. They brought them over here. Well, they also they did gave, 1930s. Gave them some land. They, they, they did again in the 1930s because uh, they figured they need to give more land and, and more money, and they did the same thing that they're doing right now during this pandemic, except for they did it on a larger scale, and we were not included. So that's the reason why now you have four generations of uh, business owners. Because they were given businesses and land in the 1930s to get out of the Great Depression. Great, thank you. So, with that being said, we need to stay on top of what it takes in order to get that reparation out there to the people. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, I don't know what the plans are. I haven't seen the bill or what they're talking about. I know Sheila Jackson Lee uh, wrote a bill out of the 18th district there in in the Houston, Texas area. Uh, She's been leading the way. Yeah, she's been leading that way. I don't know what all that bill said. Right. And then maybe we have to pull uh, it up. We have to pull it up. Start to uh, Yeah, the uh, discussion of reparations is she and uh, Congressman Al Green. 
Uh, we've come Correct. pretty mm-hmm. uh, close to working on these things and the George Floyd Act, which is going to pass, and also right. probably already has, and also in Congress, which our uh, NWCP has been working with them, and they recognize us in our work as we were bringing attention to that and registering people to vote. So while they're looking for somebody passing out water, we out here with boots on the ground doing that kind of thing every day, all day, not just because we're yes. running for an office. I look back at, at, at who I am and, and who you all are, and we've been doing this thing all of our lives. So I there don't have go. time to photo off. We're, we're out here working for our people, and we're going to continue to do the yes. work. Very good. Good point. First of all, do you have any comments in regards to this discussion? Or the lieutenant governor said it all. And governor. 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 See, he's still back on uh, – Pastor Cooper ran through. When we were on the campaign trail. Now, yeah. yeah, we were on the campaign together. Yes, we were. Together. So first hard to remember yeah. that. But now we're going to step him up to the governor's seat. Uh, yes, lift, and speaking of the governor, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the governor came in here, Abbott came in here to Tyler, Texas on this mm. past Friday uh, talking about social media. We got people with pipes that are still broken. Uh, we got people yeah. who got $1,000, $2,000 water bills, ridiculous, right here in Tyler, Texas, because of their pipes broke and water ran for days, and not because they used it, but because the pipes were broken, because we didn't have any water, you know. So uh, so he's talking to us about social media, really, social media. You're trying to get uh, Trump up and running again on Twitter, he didn't say anything about Twitter. He just talked about Facebook and he talked about the other social media. Wonder why he didn't talk about Twitter? Because uh, his buddy is the one that's on Twitter all the time, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. he didn't want anything to happen to that. He wants him to get back on there so that he can uh, express his uh, freedom of speech. Well, we're not trying to take anybody's uh, First Amendment rights away from them, and not at all. But here you have a state that was shut down and people are suffering. People are lined up for a case of water. Uh, Pastor Cooper knows. Uh, Mr. Arthur knows. Yeah. Uh, people First Sergeant knows. They lined up for some water. And yes, and Dr. Hagney. Go ahead, Dr. Hagney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's, they're also, uh, you know, about the broadband, something else he was saying, uh, yeah. he's denying the old down in the valley about uh, turning on those injections for the immigrants. You know that that you know it's really interesting some of the things he's saying and why he's saying them. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's very personal why he's doing things. But I guess it's all for right. his, his you know for election type thing. But uh, that's why with the right you know also I heard today that they're not going to roll back some of those uh, those uh, bills for the election. Is that is that correct? Right. They're not going to. That's what I. They're going to have a fight on their hands. There's going to be so many lawsuits. These people are not going to be able to pay uh, these kinds of bills that they have coming forth to them. It's just not going to be able to happen. So that's why you have lawsuits going. Individuals are filing lawsuits against ERCOT. They're filing lawsuits against Encore. I mean, just lawsuits are going all over the place. I even got a notice that says, if you want to join this uh, class action lawsuit against ERCOT, sign your name. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. But I know that people are suffering. There's even people who are saying, and let's switch over a little bit to that stimulus 
uh, package. We know that that thing got approved a couple of days. They worked over the weekend, and uh, people will be receiving their $1,400 stimulus uh, check. And so they're hoping that people will actually invest that back into uh, the community and, and go pay some bills and go do whatever to help to stimulate uh, our economy and move forward with that. So um, with that being said, anybody jump in and, and make any comments in regards to the stimulus package. And I said to uh, a couple of Republicans on Sunday, okay, well, uh, if you think it's ridiculous that uh, they're sending this money out, go ahead and donate yours to some homeless uh, a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, help somebody get, go buy mm-hmm. them some food, buy them some clothes. I, I, we, I have some blankets lined up out there that we're going to take down uh, to the homeless because I asked a few people to purchase some and help us because now the homeless are right back out there in the street. So go help somebody mm-hmm. with your mm-hmm. 1400 mm-hmm. since you think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Go well, ahead, I anybody. Feel stimulate. <laughs> Well, I feel stimulated by the, by you know, like what's going on right now is that you know I feel the, you know, finally the wind going in a different direction of what it was. I think we actually got an opportunity. Now this George Floyd trial is coming up. You know, it's gonna have something to do with it too, but uh, we got some big bills to get passed. If they got to work on that filibuster where we can actually, uh, uh, you know, go ahead and claim all our rights. So hey, y'all, this is the third, uh, a deal third reconstruction and so you know this is it so so this is our opportunity to make that change so hey just be conscious of it do all you can run for office get people out to vote beautiful and you beautiful. know hey let's get the same done beautiful well <laughs> i'm glad kid. you brought that uh, vote in a part uh Mr. Arthur, because obviously we want uh, people to get out to the polls in District 6 uh, to vote for First Sergeant. We want people to get out to the polls to vote uh, for Pastor Cooper all across Texas. And we want people to get out to the polls to vote for McKellar. Uh, <laughs> yes. Re-election. I got to remember me first, right? <laughs> How yeah. can I take care of somebody else if I don't take care of me? I forgot I was the candidate, too. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Whole dog uh, won't wag so, his own tail. You already that, now, elected. There you, go. you already yes. elected. There you go. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Now I'm getting re-elected. And let me just tell you guys Speaking this. I, I'm so glad that – well, I'm so glad that uh, – uh, Mr. Arthur mentioned the getting out to vote. There's 15,000 registered voters in my district. I serve District 3, and we get about 300 people to the polls to vote. And so so I'm yeah. just encouraging people to cast their voices. And I'm also encouraging – it takes money to run campaigns, so I'm encouraging you to, uh, to donate to um, – to First Sergeant, we're going to have, and Pastor Cooper, we're going to have them to give their information as how you can donate uh, to their Excellent. campaigns and everything because they, they need money uh, to run the past. Pastor Cooper is going to go all over the state of Texas, and he really can't get out there real good right now because of COVID. So he's having to do things uh, on a smaller scale and then uh, on a Zoom scale. So the way we can help them to get their information all across is, is we can we can put things in their mailbox. We can you can go on a text message and and and, and send a text and have have a, a marketing firm to text to all the people across Texas to text to all the people across district six and 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 put a message out there about what these two amazing candidates are all about and in the interim, you can do it from the keller as well 
<laughs> but but they yep. got they have some serious they have some serious campaigns going on and 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 even though Pastor Cooper's is going to be a little bit longer, but First Sergeant's is immediate. It's immediate. One May. So so we want to help our candidates as much as we possibly can. I'll start with you, Pastor Cooper, and give us a, your website and how we can make donations to your campaign. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, it is Cooper for Governor, Cooper for Texas uh, dot com, and uh, just get on there and, and just share. I think it's a place where you have comments and things like that. And uh, also, just contact me on, on Facebook. You'd be surprised. Uh, you, you see Michael Cooper on Facebook. Uh, I will actually answer and respond to your questions. The other thing is, I'm going to ask everyone on this phone call uh, to get your calendars ready for May the 31st Memorial Day uh, weekend. Uh, we're inviting you to Colleen. That's not too far from where you all are. And uh, we're going to have a special in, uh, invitation that hopefully COVID numbers are down where we can be not there in person, maybe even do the radio show live. So uh, mark your Very calendars good. for that. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, First Sergeant, your information, please. Thank you, Dr. McKellar. Thank you, Governor, and all my other brothers. Um, you know, it's Eddings for Congress at gmail.com. Please look at our Facebook page. We're on Facebook at Eddings for Congress and Twitter. And I got to be honest, I've got so much uh, Facebook stuff. I may be a day late, but I will get back to you. I'm just being honest. And people, that's what you want, you know. You don't want me to tell you that I'm going to get to you, and I never will, but I'm telling you I'm going to get to you. And those are the kind of people that this governor is running. This is the kind of people that uh, me, we are being true as long because we've been with Dr. Shirley McKellar, and you know we're guilty by association. This is the <laughs> leadership that is coming down this road, people. So Excellent. thank you, folks. Give us the help. We need it. Closed mouths don't get fed, so trust me, we all are asking for help. Very good, Thank you. Sergeant. And yes, we'll we'll make that happen. Yes, we we got to help. We got to help our candidates. And I, and, I, and let me just share this with you that we don't have balance uh, in this country. Uh, we need all ethnic groups. We need a yes. little more, but we don't have balance as far as women are concerned. We got about 20% uh, of women in Congress uh, out of there's 435 congressional seats in America, and we got about 20% of those that are women, and less than that who are women of color. And so we need balance, no reflections against our gentlemen or anything like that. But we do need more balance. There's something women bring something to the table that that men just don't don't bring. They don't have the women. We're made differently. That's been our subject from the beginning of the evening tonight, right? We're made. Women are women are long term <laughs> thinkers. Women are yes, long term thinkers. Men are short term thinkers. Right. That's exactly right. You know, we go right. get you know, we go get the grub and bring it back. Y'all be thinking That's about it. you know raising this kid so I can get him out to you know get him out the crib. You know that type. So you know that's a, that's a whole different mindset. And not only that, and they also you, bring that's a great passion. point. And then the, let me just say this, Pastor Cooper, and I'll give it to you. And then we think on how we're going to spread that grub out 
to make uh, it last yeah, all, all week long. All that. I saw my grandma do All of that. I was just in agreement. Absolutely. They also bring compassion. You know, yes, and that, sir. that's yes, a whole sir. other di- dynamic. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whole new animal. Whole new animal. You're absolute. And so mm-hmm. so once we finish this, I'm gonna capitalize on that word that Pastor Cooper just presented to us. And he said compassion. And I'm gonna talk about Harry. And Megan, Marco, in a second. Oh, oh Megan. First. We got a few more. We got oh, Megan. 943. Oh, Megan. No, not poor Megan. Megan is fine. Megan going to be fine. You should be all right now. She got out of that, she got out of that, that hot house. <laughs> That's what I'm actually, absolutely. Anybody else on, anybody else on this? That we, uh, uh, Dr. Hagney, I don't know if you have any other comments on this, and then we're going to move know. on over to the, the show. Okay. Oh, you said no. Coming on, Megan. Well, before we get to Megan, oh, I, before, before what we were talking about I'm, right now, I didn't know if you had anything else on oh, this, but, no, but just, Pastor uh, Cooper used the word compassion, and I thought, of it. go ahead. No, go right. ahead. Yeah, that was a discussion <laughs> with the uh, uh, president of the Democratic Party the other night on Zoom about getting the votes out, uh, how critical yes, get the votes out, and particularly in the, uh, you know rural areas, but overall, yes, I agree. That, you know, also, we talked about what the plans. Republicans out there with their, all these uh, no voting things, that's real. I think they have yeah. some over what Senate plus uh, laws that they're trying to put in throughout the state to fight against that. So we need that. We need to understand this is real. We got to get out and vote. They, they're planning. So uh, I'm just excited that we have qualified candidates. You know, that we'll right. <laughs> we'll we'll vote, and that's what I'm gonna pass on to the people in Arlington and in other areas that we have candidates that are qualified candidates that are going to speak out once not only get to the table, they're going to speak out once they get to the table. There you, know, you go. Very good. I, I'm just excited and, and me, to be here. I'm excited, Wait, too. And, and I, you well mentioned said. something that every time, every time a word comes and, and my mind just starts circling all around. But let me just mention that First Sergeant has three counties, Ellis, Tarrant, and Navarro County. So if you know anybody in Corsicana, you know anybody in those counties, uh, in the Meadowbrook area in Fort Worth, Tarrant County, all around there, a few people in the the uh, Arlington area. If you got friends yeah. over there, call them and tell them, go vote, because sure. he's already told you there's 10 candidates. Yes, sir, Mr. Arthur? It's true. I don't know how Mr. Eddington can draw him a crowd. You remember my Senate tell you, Mr. Eddington, they got open walk session. The Mercedes Golden Walks had they got oh, yeah. a Negro in the basement. They got a Negro we, in the basement. We, we, we were oh, we were we were over the we went over to Waxahachie on Monday. Was it Monday for sure? We were in Waxahachie on Monday. That is correct. Yeah. And we Monday. talked to the we talked to the former football player, the city councilman, over there mm-hmm. in the basement. I guess that's the one you're talking about in the basement. With a Negro with a Negro signature with a with a plaque. Oh, that's what you're Negro, talking about. With the word Negro, huh? Whoa, the uh, yes, we, uh, that's we, across the street from the uh, museum? That's yes, the museum? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, well, we, we were over there. Uh, What's the and I will be over there tomorrow. I'll be over you there tomorrow. Back on uh, Chuck uh, Berry. Uh, uh, Chuck, is it what now? Chuck, the former, former mayor and councilman, Chuck Berry. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'll be over there tomorrow. On <clears throat> okay, well, look, okay, look, let me be an update. Uh, basically, what time was, they, they had an election, this brother got elected, 
constable. They gave him a, they gave him a, a office in the basement with this big old sign no, uh, with Negro in the basement. Yeah. Oh, so he okay, raised I Cain. So he, so so he raised Cain about it. He got a lot of media. They gave him another office. Uh, now while it was down there, uh, 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 up here in Dallas, he you know you know with the urging on of a commissioner, he sprayed the the the, the you know the Negro thing. And so since that time, just to get an update, the Waxhatchee, uh, uh, you know, whoever the DA or whatever, they turned it over to the Dallas district attorney. So, so they're investigating okay. the commissioner, you know, as far as, uh, you know, you know, urging Ernest Walker to, you know, to spray it. But, okay. but, but like they, you know, you ought to do a tour down there. Have have, have them take you on a tour, take some pictures, and you know, put it on Facebook, mm-hmm. get your position on it. <laughs> yeah, it will be done. That's a good idea. It will be done. That's a good idea. That's will a great be done. <laughs> That's a great idea. Because I'm okay, the last one they want to put a picture. <laughs> That's a great idea, Mr. Arthur. You know, it really is for Sergeant. Remember that tomorrow when you go down there. We were down there. We had a great I time will. down there. That um, we had a great time campaigning and working for First Sergeant out there uh, over those those three days. Uh, that I, I ended up having to come back in on Wednesday because of uh, mm-hmm. obligations here in my city. But uh, but it was just like old times of getting out there working and talking to the people uh, in that community. And so as oh, yeah. we're talking, as first sergeants out there, I always say, remember, I am a coordinated campaign kind of girl. And I can't. I coordinate with everybody that's running on that ticket. I said, "This, did you know? This person is running for for uh, the governor of Texas. This person is running for this, and this person is running for city council and county commission. All of that. I look out for my people because if I look out for them, they're gonna look out for me." Okay, go ahead. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the princes before we go. (laughs) Miss Ryan, I want to start with you. Go ahead. Pastor Cooper. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you know, uh, mental illness is, is real, and, and that's, of course, you know yeah. the background of psychology. And, and a lot of people go. don't realize that suicide, uh, in order for someone to even think about suicide, even contemplate it, uh, that's not that's beyond depression at that point. That's mental illness. So, uh, yeah. as uh, Dr. McKellar said earlier, that Megan's going to be okay because. She, she made some changes, and, and that's the thing I want to bring to light on this radio show. Uh, with COVID-19 and everybody being on top of each other, you have domestic abuses uh, uh, cases arising, uh, verbal abuse cases arising, and, and so a lot of people are closer to that mental illness point of suicide than you know. There's a very mm-hmm. famous wrestler by the name of uh, Hulk Hogan, and he's about to uh, yeah. commit suicide, and, and it's uh, – Secretary called and just checked on it. So what I'm saying is that we have to do wellness checks all the time, family. So that's all I have to say about that. Amen. Amen. That's, mm-hmm. You're absolutely 100% correct. Well, I don't know how many of you guys saw uh, the interview. Uh, was it last night, Sunday night? Last night. Whenever. Mm-hmm. Last night, yes, yes. With uh, Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry and uh, and, and Megan, Megan Markle. And so I uh, listen, racism is just everywhere, it seems like. Now, we don't know who this person is, supposedly, that asked uh, probably one of the dumbest questions I've ever heard, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. uh, because Caucasians back in the day 
Mm-hmm. Um, it is the uh, people in the kitchen and the people in the field, uh, the mm-hmm. fair skin uh, people mm-hmm. compared to the, the one thing that I can tell you, the beauty of the uh, black race is it comes into 32 plus shades. 32 different hues of various Mm -hmm. complexions. Uh, I look at at black people as a rainbow. You talk about rainbow coalition, a rainbow of colors. And so we hear and understand. And I watched, I listened to a little of it this morning on the early, early morning uh, Mm -hmm. news show. And supposedly someone within that administration was not the queen, was not the queen's husband. So, so we were told and not, not his father. I think it was not mm-hmm. his father, but that someone said was asking and wondering how dark skin the baby was going to be uh, mm-hmm. once it got here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Comment to anybody. We've heard from Pastor but, Cooper because we, he's our psychologist here. Anybody else? <laughs> Well, I looked at it. I looked at it also, and, and basically, you know, in the, 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 the overall conversation, the problem I always have with, the, with this kind of conversation is that is that we have to fake surprise, like really, you know, that type of thing. Right. <laughs> you know, and we have to. Oh, we're you know, not we have surprised, to though, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, but it's always been like this. It's, it's like never been different. And so, mm-hmm. and so when I see a situation like that, and then I look at my community. And I think about you know how we work and you know how we work in that thing, and I'm just saying, mm-hmm. and it just, it, it, I mean, I mean, it, it makes me proud to see how strong we actually are, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you, know you know, if you know, you know, that was a self imprisonment that she put herself in when she went over because she knew mm-hmm. what that was when she went over there, yeah. right? You know, well, and, uh, well, you know, I, but, but okay, so how how can how can she just automatically know what she was going to be up against if she'd never gone in there before? She 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 went with her because heart because she, she loved because she loved the guy from America. Because she, the... she was black yeah. from America, that that, that should have been right there enough. But you know, I think that was. But 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 is she but is she mi- okay? Go ahead, uh, Doctor Hagner. But let me just say, is she is she mixed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You okay. know, I, 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 I think I think I think I think it was a, I think it was a purpose for her going in, not knowing. Yes. And also, it was it was it was, it was outstanding that she they, they chose to speak out versus there have been a lot of people who would say, oh, I want to be I want to be yeah. I want to be here and I and well there we see go. that in America, you know we have to there we have go. to be real mm-hmm. about this. There are a lot of us have been we stay in positions because we want to be in positions. We don't think about our, our 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 neighbors, our community, whatever, because mm-hmm. we've had people in corporate America a long time. How many of us have been corporate America? Now, see, nothing. Yeah. She would speak to all those other uh, uh, ladies who look like her in that Commonwealth. Yeah. Yeah. Think about Very how good. proud young ladies in Africa felt that she spoke out. You know, there have been a lot of people been quiet because they've been spite of just being in the, in the castle. And never said a word. There you go. She, there she you spoke go. out to so all those those young ladies in Africa and all those Commonwealth nations should be proud and say, let them know wherever you are, don't don't give up your feelings, your thoughts, just to call that's for it. a position or title. That's we, it. Don't, and don't that's just why settle, we, right? And see, that's the problem in America. We never talk about racism in America. And look look where we are now. Yeah, we, oh, no, we talk about it. Oh, yeah, we talk well, about it. Oh, we talk about it. Don't about it. Don't about well, this. We but, talk about. But look, but see the time, and she spoke in the world. Listen. There you go. 
It's See, there's a different time there. When, when you can <laughs> tell when God is involved with something, when get everybody's attention. Now, again, she Amen. got the world attention. She and got so it. That, she got and it. And it was, a time, it was a time and event. That's why she went in there not knowing because she had to be innocent. Now, now, so what she's talking about now the truth of that. So you can see the whole. There's a bigger picture that God, what God is doing a, a worldwide, worldwide. He's uncovering a whole lot of things around the world that we assumed and didn't know. But we we learned it now. If eyes open now, God is showing us a lot of things that yes, are being corrected. Yes. And this is a classic yes, example of one. Her dad is Jewish also. Her dad is Jewish. Her dad is Jewish. Yes, I know. I know. I know where that. I know. I know. But yeah. Yeah, and that's white, but at any rate, so or Caucasian, really. So uh, I I know there's a different descent, but there, but it's it's meshed right in there. But but what I thought about, I thought about. Remember, I was in I was in Paris when when um, Lady Diana drove oh, yeah. into that bridge. I was mm. there in that in that. City when that thing we were on a we were on a leave some of myself and some military women we were backpacking all over everywhere and we were in Paris France when that happened and we were devastated but but remember the guy that she was with what was his ethnicity a man of color right yeah. so I thought about yes. I thought about what happened with a rap exactly that's a man of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you can just kind of look at that. Harry said, "I'm not going to allow this is me. Yeah. I'm not going to allow my wife to yes. endure what my yes. mother had yes. to endure." Mm-hmm. Did yes. you guys get mm-hmm. that? That's very yes. clear. Yes, mm-hmm. very clear. Yes, he very clear. Not going to be some white guy. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Right. And Dr. Yeah. McCall, I want to let you know Ron Spikes is on with us. Hey, Ron. Good evening, Chief Spike. How are you doing? Good evening. Good evening. How are y'all? We're I just doing want to make good. a comment on that. I'm, I just Go want ahead, to make a Chief. comment on that. And First Sergeant and Dr. McKellen know exactly what I'm getting ready to say. You can go to any country outside of America, and you know who the second-class citizen is. As yes, a matter sir. of fact, in Europe, they refer to them as war babies, and they never yes. get the respect that they deserve. And it's been like That's that right. for years. It, even That's in, a, so in the biggest game in the world called soccer, yeah. they okay. shout racism at those players right there on the field. And, and, and if you mm-hmm. go to a soccer game, You'd be ashamed to hold your your head up exactly. because of the people that's calling them names out of their names. It's it's mm. worse than it was when during the baseball era when the when the exactly color when the color uh, black people came into the league. They had a mm. they had a, a a league that was making money. The yeah. other league wasn't making money. So the only reason why they integrated them, integrated them in was to get some of that money that they was making. So mm. anyway, it's. I, Y'all off and on all night. I enjoyed the show. I don't want to take up too much time. I'm glad you no, brought that point okay. up, Dr. McKellar, because you have to know that where Megan was, she was in the in the fire, so to speak. Yes, she, she was, was at the mm-hmm. highest possible place that you could ever be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know mm-hmm. how how long England has held those people up to that high standard, but yeah. the high standard meant no blacks any time. Right. So That's exactly correct. We have to There's own never that. Been. They have to own it. And they're everywhere in the British Empire. They're everywhere. Nowhere. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that, that's a, a amazing. I tell you, well, it, Chief, it was, you hit it that was, one on the nail. Was, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. It did. And, and it was painful to listen to her and it's painful mm-hmm. to watch yes. her face. You can yes. see the oh, yeah. pain and the hurt yes. on her face. Yes. And you, she's and wearing I her history. She's wearing her history. It's a history sure on her face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. She, and, and, but you know, and here's the deal. These, this couple will be fine. It's not oh, yeah. like they're poor. Right. It's not like they right. don't have any money. No. Right? Uh, first no, of all, Lady no. Diana left money for her sons and right. it was divided yeah. up. So there's right. a lot. We're going to talk more about this next week. I know our time has run out. Go ahead, Mr. Let me talk just one quick scenario. Now, I think, here, I think Harry married her because he wanted to get out of that. And the only way he could get away from them was to marry a black woman. She, she was going to take it first. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Hey, well, well, hey brother, you know, he, t- Go ahead. he said that. He said he would never he would never have left if it wasn't for her. Yes. You're right. He did he say that. He did. He did say. He sure did. Now he never could have left. He could. No, he never could have left. It wasn't for her. Well, I saw this show. I don't know. Mr. Arthur. He, he was a re- he was a re- he's a rebel. So I don't know. He may yeah. have. He may have gone out there in the wild. No, that was a rebel move. Married a sister. That was a rebel move right there. That's rebel. Yeah. That's a rebel move. Listen, guys. This is amazing. This this is part two to be continued on Megan and Prince Harry. And uh, Queen Megan on next week. Uh, those are our new Americans. Thank you so much. Listen, it was an amazing show. Thank you, Chief, for coming in and joining us. Uh, and I look forward to being right back here again next week. Remember, voting time. Remember these candidates that are running. Uh, I'm going to be fine on my campaign, but we need to support by sending monies to these two candidates that really got to spread all out there and make sure yes. that people know their message and who they are. Thank you. May God bless you. Yes. Uh, thank you, Dr. Hagney. We look forward to thank Dr. You. Hagney continuing to lead us along the way on uh, these vaccines and get them into the arms of black and brown uh, community. Thank you. God bless yes. you, Ms. Rihanna. You can play our music and any final comments. I will see you on Good next night. week. Bye now. Good night. Good night. Ms. Rihanna. Good night. Good night. One day when the glory comes it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, the spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up When it goes down, we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots, we on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day 
They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon is to stay peaceful We sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord. My eyes have seen the glory. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is Good night.